blocked by Polak and Rice. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin here with you. So glad you could join us today as we talk all things New York Islanders. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss tonight. The Islanders back in action. They are in Montreal as the 13-game season opening road trip continues. We'll preview the Islanders game with the Canadiens on this show. We have a great Islanders birthday of the day with a big physical defenseman. And let's talk a little bit about the upcoming Zach Parise revenge tour. That will be this weekend. At least it'll start this weekend. We'll talk about that and what to watch for with Parise and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And as always, I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders game. So make sure you join me for that. So much to get to. And we're going to start with the Zach Parise revenge tour because... You know, it's been a rough start for the veteran, Zach Parise, with the Islanders right now. Through seven games, Parise, no goals, no assists. He's even in plus-minus, and he has a total of 12 shots on goal through these seven games. That's a little bit of a uh, disappointing start, but look... We've talked about this, and we've seen this before. Even though Zach Parise is a veteran, and even though Zach Parise is familiar with the type of system that the Islanders want to run because Lou Lamorello had his coaching staff running a similar system both in New Jersey and Minnesota, uh, two places where Zach Parise spent a lot of time. You know, that doesn't mean he's used to exactly what Barry Trotz wants him to do. And it also doesn't mean that he's used to his teammates yet. So, you know, Parise has been on a line with Oliver Wallstrom and J.G. Pajot. And that trio has struggled a little bit. I mean, you know, Wallstrom has looked good on the power play. But right now, Pajot, no goals, two assists. 
And uh, Parise, no points at all through seven games. That's going to change, though, and here's why. Sunday. Sunday. The Islanders will be in Minnesota. And then their next game after that, although there is a break, they will be playing in New Jersey. Guess what? Those are the two teams that Zach Parise spent his career with. And I think it's more important, and the reason I'm mentioning this now, is that I think Sunday's game against Minnesota is going to mean more to Zach Parise in the short run. Yeah, he'll be happy to go back to New Jersey to see, you know, some of the people. uh, There may be a few teammates left with the Devils, certainly people who work for the team, people who work in the building. All of that will be, to a certain extent, a factor, and it'll be a nice homecoming for Zach Parise in that respect. But the Minnesota Wild bought out Zach Parise this past offseason. And the message that the buyout sends is, we don't think you're good enough anymore to hold down, <coughs> excuse me, to hold down the salary that you are getting right now. We don't think you've got it anymore. And last year, Parise saw his ice time reduced, his role with the Minnesota Wild cut back. And look, Zach Parise is a prideful, talented hockey player. And he definitely feels that the Minnesota Wild didn't do right by him when they let him go. And let there be no doubt that Zach Parise wants to not only, you know, show that over the course of an 82-game season, but he wants to show the Minnesota Wild up close and personal in Minnesota that he still has what it takes to be an effective player and to make the Wild pay for letting him go. To to really demonstrate to them that they did the wrong thing. And look, Parise has been with the Wild from 2012-2013 all the way through last season. He had two 30-goal seasons with the Wild and a few more 25 and 28-goal seasons as well. He provided leadership for the Minnesota Wild and was an integral part of this hockey team. And I could tell you right now, there is nothing that Zach Parise would love to do more than get a couple of points, maybe a game-winning goal, uh, and just to generally have a strong performance in Minnesota against the Wild. And look, two years ago, 2019-2020, in only 69 games, because remember that season was cut short by COVID, 25 goals and 46 points in 69 games for Zach Parise. Last year, they cut him back down to a lesser role, only seven goals, 18 points in 45 games. Even so, 
that's about a you know 12, 13 goal season and maybe a 32 point season over 82 games. Not great, but not horrible for a third liner. But realistically, Zach Parise has a lot to prove. And there will be a homecoming. I mean, when you play for almost a decade in Minnesota, he has teammates still on that team. He has people he knows in the area. He is going to want to really show what he's got left. And to me, this weekend, Sunday, in Minnesota, is going to be the Zach Parise coming out party. You follow that up next week with a game in New Jersey. I would be surprised if by then Zach Parise hasn't come out of his early season slump and maybe this game in Minnesota could be the catalyst for the rest of the season for the veteran Zach Parise, son of J.P. Parise, and uh, really a guy who uh, has meant a lot to the Wild and wants to show them that they did him wrong. We've got a lot more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will have a full preview of tonight's game in Montreal, and that should be a good one. We'll have that, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. Yes, betonline.ag will give you free money to bet with a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just because you are a listener to the Locked On Islanders podcast. And look, from basketball, football, baseball, uh, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So bet online is where the game starts. We want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Tonight, the Islanders head to the Bell Center in Montreal, 7 o'clock Eastern Time face-off. Islanders and the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens. Canadians come in in last place right now in the Atlantic Division. A record of 3-8. and eight. This is definitely a rebuilding team. And remember, they are without Carey Price. Price, their star goaltender, uh, basically going in for... Uh, asked the league for assistance with... We don't know exactly what the... Uh, mental health or or other issue might be, but Jake Allen has been the primary goaltender right now for Montreal, and uh, he has, you know, struggled with the team in front of him, but the numbers aren't atrocious. A 2.58 goals against average, 9.14 save percentage, two shutouts already for Jake Allen, including uh, a shutout in the last game that Montreal played, and that was 
uh, Tuesday night at home, a 3-0 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. So Montreal uh, basically coming off one of their better performances of the year, but so far this is a team that's struggling. And you look at the numbers, they're struggling across the board. Goals four out of 32 teams, Montreal is 24th. Goals against, they're 28th. Can't say that's a lot better. Um, this is an amazing statistic, and maybe it's an area where you, you know this has to change and the law of averages has to figure in. Right now, the Canadians as a team are shooting at 7.1%. That means for every 100 shots on goal, only seven of them are going in and they're scoring on them. That's 29th in the league. And then special teams, the Islanders have to take advantage of this matchup. The power play for Montreal, 29th in the league, only cashing in at 10.8%. The penalty kill for the Canadiens, 30th in the league, only killing 66.7% or two out of every three power plays they face. The Islanders scored two power play goals in their last game against Nashville. They did it with better puck movement. This is the time for the power play to not just have a good game, but to start to put some good games together. And when you're doing it against a team like the Canadiens, who are struggling right now on special teams, well, let's just say they have got to get things together and, and, and start to uh, take advantage of playing against a team that is struggling the way the Canadiens are. We'll look at the line combinations. Nick Suzuki centers the first line, and th- this is a good first line. You got Tyler Toffoli and Brendan Gallagher flanking him. Uh, Jonathan Drouin is the second line center. Mike Hoffman on his left. Josh Anderson on the right. Christian Dvorak centers the third line with uh, Arturi Lekkinen and Joel uh, Armia on his wings. And then Adam Brooks centers the fourth line with Michael Pizzetta and Jake Evans on either side of him. You have Jeff Petrie and Ben Chariot as the first defensive pairing. Brett Kulak and David Savard are the second pairing. Chris Weidman and Sammy Niku are the third pairing. And then, of course, your goaltenders. Jake Allen, the backup, is Samuel Montembault. Probably going to see Jake Allen. Shea Weber, out of the lineup. Uh, Carrie Price, we know, out of the lineup. Paul Byron, out of the lineup. Matthew Perot, not available. Brendan Gallagher, now listed as day-to-day. So we have to see... Uh, whether or not he's available, and it would certainly hurt Montreal not to have their first-line right winger out there. So far, Nick Suzuki leading the team with eight points. Seven of those are assists, and uh, Jonathan Drouin has seven points right behind him. Mike Hoffman leading the team with four goals, but he has no assists yet uh, overall. So here is a Montreal team that has truly been struggling. Now, look, they've won two out of their last four, both of them by shutout. Uh, 
They just finished a West Coast road trip before coming home for that game against Detroit. And now Montreal is beginning a homestand. Uh, you know, they played Detroit at home. Now it's the Islanders, then Vegas, L.A., and Calgary. And that'll carry them all the way through next Thursday uh, with the overall five-game homestand. For the Islanders, uh, I expect we will see Simeon Varlamov as the goalie in this game, and that'll be Varley's first start for the Islanders. And will there be some rust there? Will Varlamov, who hasn't played a competitive game since Game 7 of the Conference Finals in the playoffs last year, will he be ready? He didn't play in the preseason, hasn't played in the first seven games of the regular season. It wouldn't surprise me if Simeon Varlamov struggles a little bit at first with his timing. Uh, Maybe his stamina won't be as good. These are things we have to watch, but here again... You're going up against a team that has struggled to score goals. And the Islanders, being that defense-first team, probably going to do their best to make sure that they can, uh, you know, protect their goalie. And believe me, Barry Trotz will let this team know, don't let Varley down. Got to help him out. Let him get back into the swing of things. And again, you know, the Islanders have been conservative with Simeon Varlamov. That's not a mistake. I think that was a wise move overall. And in addition to the conservative approach, I think that this team realizes they'd rather have him struggle in early November than have him struggle in March, April, and hopefully May and June. So one step at a time, but Varley, I'm expecting to be the goaltender And then we'll see, you know, Saturday and Sunday, you have back-to-back games for the Islanders, and I assume the two goalies will split those two games. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow with key takeaways from this game against the Canadiens, and as always, I am live tweeting during the game, so I am looking forward to that, and please feel free to to comment, and, 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 you know, always great to interact with fans and discuss the game as it's going on. So join me tonight, Islanders, Canadians. Again, the Twitter handle at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. When we come back, we will have our Islanders birthday of the day and some final thoughts as well. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. A big physical defenseman is what we promised you, and we've got it. Uh, Again, we're a day early. Friday will be the 58th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Brian Curran. How big was Brian Curran? Again, here's a guy who played for the Islanders in the late 80s, 86, 87, and 87, 88, uh, six foot five, 215 pounds. Now you go back, you know, 30, 35 years ago, that was a very big player. It'd even be big today, but back then even more so. And Curran was, was again, uh, more of a physical defenseman. Listen to this, the statistics from his 
full season with the Isles, 86-87. 68 games, no goals, 10 assists, 356 penalty minutes. In eight playoff games with the Islanders that year, no goals, no assists, 51 penalty minutes. Uh, So clearly Curran, one of the things he was there for was to, you know, protect his teammates, to drop the gloves, and to play well in his own zone. Broke into the NHL. He was a second-round pick by the Bruins in 1982. Made his debut during the 83-84 season with the Bruins. Came to the Islanders in 86-87. And then split 87-88 between the Islanders, uh, the Springfield Indians, which was uh, the minor league affiliate, and then the Maple Leafs. Went on to play for Toronto and Buffalo and Washington before finishing up his career in the minor leagues. Uh, Played professional hockey through the 97-98 season. 381 career NHL games for Brian Curran. Seven goals, 40 points, and 1,461 penalty minutes. We are going to look at one of Brian Curran's better games with the Islanders. December 5th, 1986, we take you out west to the Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver. Islanders and the Canucks. Billy Smith in net for the Islanders. Frank Caprice is the goaltender for the Canucks. And it was the Islanders scoring quickly in this one. Pat Flatley getting his eighth from Brad Lauer and Brent Sutter just a minute six into the game. And then midway through the period, the Islanders extend their lead. Miko Makala, his ninth from Brian Curran, our Islanders' birthday of the day. And Ken Morrow at 11-17 after one period, Isles were ahead by a score of two to nothing. In the second period, though, the Canucks bounce back. With our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brian Curran in the box for tripping. Jim Sandlack gets a power play goal, his fifth from Barry Peterson and Doug Litster at 3-11, and it's 2-1. Then Patrick Sundstrom makes it a tie game, his 11th from Tony Tante and Mo LeMay at 3-53. Just as quickly as the Islanders got that lead in less than a minute, it vanishes. But... A minute five seconds after the tying goal, Miko Makala scores again, gives the Islanders back the lead. His 10th, Brent Sutter, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brian Curran, with yet another assist in this one. 3-2 Islanders after two. In the third period, the Canucks tie it. Pat Flatley off for hooking. Former Islander Steve Tambellini gets his fifth. Petri Shriko and Dave Hodgson with the assist. Tie game 3-3 with a little less than eight minutes left in regulation. But Dennis Potvan pots the game winner for the Islanders. His eighth of the year, Miko Makala and Pat Flatley with the assists. Islanders hold on for a 4-3 win. 26 saves for Billy Smith. The Islanders out shooting Vancouver 30-29 in this game. Now for Brian Curran, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Two assists, a plus two, and yes, six penalty minutes. No fights, but three minor penalties in this one. So, Brian Curran, I I think this was his only multiple-point game with the Islanders. Again, not uh, not known for his offensive prowess, but in this game, two key assists, 
and the Islanders skate away with a 4-3 win. So once again, want to wish uh, a day early, at least, a very happy 58th birthday to former Islanders defenseman Brian Curran. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. That is going to do it for this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from this game against Montreal. And we will have a full preview of both Saturday's game and Sunday's game. Winnipeg and Minnesota, the next two teams up for the Islanders. We'll preview those games. We'll have... Uh, another Islanders birthday of the day, and it's a pivotal player who was a former captain of the Islanders, so make sure you join us for that. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the game tonight. And of course, let's go Islanders.